Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Phantoms of the Silver Screen podcast. Today, I am jumpy, just like every other day. And I am joined by my good friend. Rip, who is also Rip every other day. Mm -hmm. Today, we are reviewing the second episode of Chucky, the 2021 series Chucky. Uh, second episode is called Give Me Something Good to Eat. <laughs> Guess what holiday it's set around? Christmas. I know. Yeah, it's very festive. No, it's actually Halloween. So what did you think about this episode compared to the first episode? Were you more captivated by it? Yes. Did you like it less? I, you were more captivated? I was more captivated that time flew by when it ended i was like wait that's it that's all it's 41 Mm -hmm. minutes wow so we pretty much felt the same we we both wanted more (laughs) we wanted to keep watching the third episode which is a good sign because i was afraid it was going to take a dip but it didn't i'm actually more more invested than i've ever been (laughs) i not yeah i i i still feel the same way about the characters i don't give a fuck about anybody I was gonna say like <laughs> our interest isn't to say that you know now we care about characters. It's more just like I hate them more now, and I'm invested to seeing their comeuppance. Yeah, it's I. Chucky's just wrapping everybody around his finger, and it's mm-hmm. just that's a joy to watch. But they still make it very clear that he's not an anti-hero. He's not. You know, he's just a pure, sadistic, sociopathic serial killer trapped inside a doll's body. Mm. And that's unfortunate because we only get one kill today. I thought that Lexi was going to go die today, but five minutes into it, I told Jumbi, I was like, nah, that was premature. That was Lexi's probably going to be like a big, uh, big kill. Yeah, they're going to, as this episode proves, they're going to make us hate Lexi to the point where we want to do it. Like the audience <laughs> wants to kill her. That That's how much they're going to try and make you hate her and before she actually gets taken out of the show. And that actress is doing a great job and the writers are doing a great job <laughs> at making her super unlikable. Yeah, the, the, the theme is knowing remorse, right? Every Yeah, that, that is the theme. <laughs> The only people who have remorse are the uh, of the main characters are, um, you know, the people outside. Like Jake has it, Devin has it, and I feel like that's it. <laughs> Devin might be, might be the closest thing to like a conscience. relatable character. Yeah, a conscience of the show that you could actually root for. But he's not quite there yet. Like, I still don't quite care what happens with him. But he's getting closer to that. Yeah. He might be, like, the shining, like, white light of the show, you know? Yeah, he's definitely going to start. I I can see him being more of the angel on Jake's shoulder as Jokey's the devil on his shoulder. Yeah. And we got real close to revealing some stuff to Devin today. Maybe. um, In one of the scenes. So maybe (laughs) that'll happen. Yeah, but yeah, the no remorse 
uh, Lexi has zero remorse for anything that she says or does. Um, the just way, like Chucky. <laughs> just like Chucky. The way Junior treats Jake is the same thing. Just no remorse. Doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Ruthless. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I think we're just going to slowly see that lesson that, you know, you can't have remorse in this universe mm-hmm. seep into Jake. Yeah. And he's just going to become more and more ruthless as time goes on and kind of lose himself. I think I think eventually <clears throat> it's going to turn into Jake versus Chucky. It has to. Um, they, will find, they will have that confrontation and Jake will get rid of Chucky the best he can. All that stuff. But Chucky doesn't die because it's Chucky. He's been around mm-hmm. for how many years? And you think Jake is going to be the one to finally finish this? <laughs> no. I think he's going to go along with Chucky for a while, be a patsy, and do some immoral things that you know are probably irredeemable in the real world. <laughs> and then Devin, he's either going to have to try and kill Devin for some reason, or Devin's gonna like snap him out of it just you know from talking to him. Mm-hmm. One of those two things. It's gonna crux around Devin. I think he's gonna be the one to pull Jake back to the good side. Yeah, <clears throat> which is nice. It's cute. Mm-hmm. With these slasher things, it's always interesting because it's like there's only so many people in this town to kill. Like, if they consistently kill <laughs> multiple people each episode, we're gonna start running out of members in the town. Guys, yeah, like, gonna... there's there's there can't be a season two if there's no town. And like the town is small enough that you can pinpoint Jake to the scene of the crime every time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like when they were at the party, like Jake should just stay home because anything that happens there, he has the perfect alibi. If anything, you should hang out with his aunt and uncle so that they can see that he's not going anywhere. Right. Like that was <laughs> he wanted to be the hero because he has the knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> of uh <clears throat> of what Chucky is capable of, so he's trying to stop him. But yeah, just like I don't know, man. Maybe he thinks Chucky's. He knew Chucky was gonna go after Lexi, but mm. he, you know, maybe Devin might get caught up on that and, and all that stuff. <sighs> In the beginning of this episode, they did like this flashback, um, and I feel like this is just gonna be one of those things they do a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh. From Chucky's childhood, like when he was actually a small child and not trapped in this, you know, toy of a small child. And during that, he went trick-or-treating and it seems like he has a a bunch of candy and an apple with a razor blade that every parent has told you is going to happen if you go trick-or-treating and they have to check your candy. And really, they eat all of it. That's funny. So... He has the candy apple as a kid, and he actually looks at it, sees that there's a razor blade, and then takes a big bite anyway and cuts his own mouth like a real sicko. Yeah. Um, like you felt these it. flashback sequences, like he yeah. Touched the razor blade, saw he was bleeding, and he's like, "You know what else can bleed? My mouth." Just... And he just did it. <clears throat> Very unsettling. Very creepy. How do you feel about these flashback sequences? Like I said in the previous episode, I really don't care. I, don't I know, care. right? I don't care about Charles Lee Ray's childhood. He's a serial killer. I get it. I don't need to know the origin story of this. 
the worst part is like they're like yeah why is he so crazy why is he a killer and i think they're just gonna be like he was born that way you're gonna i'll say that again oh that um that they're just gonna say he's born this way you know (laughs) he was just always like this because that's what it seems like he had like a normal childhood he went trick-or-treating and then he's just you know a little crazy kid who takes bites out of razor blades (laughs) i yeah like i said i don't care he can he could have been like everything could have happened to him like Mm -hmm. (laughs) could have watched his mother like get beaten i don't know man like not to paint it in like a bad light but he's a serial killer at the end of the day i don't need to know you know, like, you don't need to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, because if you dig too deep into that origin story, it becomes less interesting and more, like, sad. Yeah, I get it. He's a serial killer. It's like mm-hmm. like when they try to do an origin story for um, Freddy Krueger. I don't need that at all. Even, I think in the reboot, they try to paint him as, like, a, he was wrongfully accused for being a child molester or a killer. Mm. And then... That- that's even worse because he's less evil. He's just more like yeah. justified. Yeah, exactly. I don't need, my, I don't need Chucky to be justified in his killings. Mm-hmm. And they do a good job of setting that up, though. I would say that because yeah. in this episode we will get to that first murder. Right? Mm-hmm. Jake's back at school. It's been a week since his father's death, and he. You know, we get more banter between Junior Oliver, no, sorry, Junior, Jake, um, and then Junior's parents. Uh, yeah, just more of, like, the control that Uncle Logan, Uncle Logan, right? Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Logan has over them. Yeah, he has his control over uh, Junior. You, you like, what's your protein intake? <laughs> it's like 50 grams he's like you gotta up that like he's even controlling how much he eats yeah and there's some weird dialogue there where uh jake's not accustomed to like heated seats or anything because obviously the show likes to remind you he's poor yes. or at least he was because now he's joined the rich family <laughs> so he's confused by the seats and this really pisses junior off because he hates poor people and the things that they do <laughs> And then again, like you said, his dad has that banter with Jake, uh, with Junior about getting enough protein in his diet. And Junior seems uninterested by everything that's going on in the car. He doesn't really like anybody, his parents included. And he just heads out. Jake takes an extra minute to get out and the parents show some genuine concern for him. So I, I think they are actually trying, even though they're not like the best parents in the world. I think they're actually trying to do right by him. If anything, I would feel Uncle Logan. Um, He's trying the most. Yeah. yeah. He like Auntie Bree is just there. You know, she's she's showing the, the motherly concern, but she always comes off like she has an agenda <laughs> or like she's doing him a favor by caring. You think she's like. She's putting up a, a front for the dad for Logan. And then she's really just trying to see what he knows about her big secrets, you know, in her phone. Maybe. Um, I I would say more that's just her character. She just, she's uncaring. You could even, uh, later on, we kind of see that she's kind of not really caring about Junior either. (laughs) Yeah. 
she doesn't really like the kids yeah. and it's mutual the kids don't like her <laughs> but definitely uh uncle logan went and gave um uh jake lunch money that was like it was heartwarming and jake was taken aback by that he's like, like oh, oh i can eat lunch at school that's crazy <laughs> and as jake's going inside he's met he meets up with oliver who's nothing but complimentary apologetic for his past actions and sends him condolences mm -hmm. for his father's passing I was seeing this scene and I was like, I don't buy it for a minute. You guys want him to be there so you can beat him up or do something <laughs> horrible. That's all I'm thinking. Because nobody turns that corner that quickly from like an asshole who flips a quarter at you <laughs> and like says, keep the change to this like all of a sudden caring, perfect child. Like that's that's not going to happen. I, I believed it because it's middle school. And that set he is put it up. Middle, is it yes? Is it's it middle, middle school? I'm pretty oh yes. God. It's middle school, and they're like in the eighth grade or something like that. I don't know. They're the, they're the top of the food chain, for sure. That that's the this... that's the whole uh thing that they're trying to paint for you guys, for us, the audience. That they're the top of the food chain or whatever school they're at. So it has to be middle school, and they have to be eighth graders. This is weird then, because like these, they're doing way too many things for little eighth graders. That's crazy. Teenagers suck, dude. <laughs> yeah, I I was one, and I yeah I suck. I wasn't. I skipped those years. Sorry. No, nope. that's true. I was always good. That is mm -hmm. true. As soon as your voice changed, you were you. <laughs> you were I was straight. a man. <laughs> a thirty-year-old man. You're like, oh, here's your degree, and you're off to college. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh. So yeah, Oliver invites Jake to his Halloween party, and it's a a yearly tradition. Jake's parents go no, uh, <clears throat> Oliver's parents go out of town or whatever, and he has the house all to himself. So he throws the most bitchin' out of this world party on Halloween, and Jake's invited, but he can't come alone. He needs to bring Chucky. And that's how I knew they weren't setting him up. I was like, yeah, he's mm. he's only as funny as, as Chucky, not, you know, because of him. He's just a mm. comedian at this point. <clears throat> yeah. People and, like him because he showed an edge. And everybody likes when you're mean and edgy in the school. So he's kind of been welcomed with open arms all of a sudden. You got to mm. roast people. And he, he roasted the top of the food chain, which is Alexi. Mm -hmm. And Lexi is within earshot of this conversation, listening to Oliver invite Jake to the party, and she's not happy about it. Mm. He should have been suspended from school. He should have been, um, <clears throat> like, excommunicated, like, spit on and run out of town, but she didn't get her mm. wish. The only thing she got was that Chuckly, Chucky was no longer allowed on the premises. She also makes an offhanded remark where it's like, oh, why are they all so sad? His dad was just a loser <laughs> or something of that effect. And even Logan was like, all right, man, like that was still my uncle. And he was a drunk who had problems. Yeah. Kind of sad. Like, maybe don't be like this, Lexi. And Nobody really <clears throat> calls her out on her shit ever. And she's like screaming for attention. She wants <laughs> somebody to call her out. And she, nobody's doing it. The only one who did it was like the science teacher. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we haven't seen her for a while. Yeah. 
and legally the science teacher. And she teacher, got fired. <laughs> legally the science teacher can't punch her in the face. So no. that's not a real big big thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Jake, you know, and it's not a good look. Le- Lexi, Lexi needs a punch in the face, <laughs> yeah. as we learn later in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not okay if an adult or any of the men do it. <laughs> but we'll never I guess not. We'll never get that female protagonist, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Junior was trying to open up to her. It's like, hey, he said that he has some dirt on my mom. What's that about? That That's keeping me on edge. Well, what secrets do they have in my family? And then, and then Lexi just quickly puts the conversation back to her. Uh, He's like, yes, but me, me, <laughs> I'm talking now, Junior, me. And so, Jake's walking the halls. He, um, oh, wait. This is like a little banter between Junior and Lexi. Um, Junior's interested in what Lexi's going to wear as her costume. And she won't tell him it's a surprise. And he's kind of, kind of like, like, oh, yeah, why can't I know? And then he makes the off cannon like, oh, did you? Does Oliver know? And she's like, he's about to if you keep pushing that. He's like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you need to. Uh, In retrospect, that was a horrifying secret she was keeping. Yeah. Because I was, I get curious by any mystery. I mean, if you if you throw any easy mystery in front of me i gotta watch to the end to know what it is <laughs> so as soon as she's like "Ooh, what's the cost i was like yeah what is the cost i need to know please tell me i'm glad that like I yeah every any any mystery will captivate me and that one was no different so i was very upset at what the mystery <laughs> ended up being yes you expect but we'll get there yeah um so Devin and jake meet each other and Devin is genuinely concerned about Jake because Jake's dad passed. Devin's dad passed when he was nine and Jake was there. Not like at the scene of the crime, but he knew how much it affected Devin. And Devin was opening up to, to Jake about it. And one of the big things is like when you, when you go through a loss, you, uh, it's good to have a support system. And Devin mm-hmm. had that. And it's easy to see that whatever, if you want to call whatever that is a support system for Jake, uh, it'll probably not help him out in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So Devin's like, I'll, you know, we can talk about it, you know, I'll like kind of like, I'll be your support system. And yeah. you know, Jake blushes. He's, he likes it. He's cool. And I think this is when they head home. Yeah, we get the cut to inside the house. The mm-hmm. Wheeler Mansion. The estate. Yes. The um, cleaning lady. Not even it's like their like their nanny, maid, everything. She's the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. She comes in, takes care of everybody and leaves. Um basically raised junior. Yeah. <laughs> so she's there cleaning. And she hears the cackling, evil laughter about the house. She turns around and she sees Chucky just sitting down. 
and then that's when oh because and something breaks right mm-hmm. a vase breaks so she goes to clean it up and that's when she noticed there's a smudge of blood on chucky's face so she uses the wind um she decides oh you know let me clean that off so she cleans it she smiles she goes downstairs she checks on the um, the dishwasher and all the knives in the dishwasher are facing up and she goes down to take out the tray with the knives in it but we see the point of view of something rushing and i'm like oh it's gonna be a swerve it's gonna be like the family dog or something right and then she's gonna Mm -hmm. pet it no whatever this was pushes um nanny annie onto the knives and she's just there and that is our first kill for the night nanny annie pushed down into a rack of knives in the dishwasher and in the reflection we see by one of the knives we see chucky so chucky is the killer brutal brutal death i i w- i didn't see it coming yes <laughs> i did not see her death nobody saw it I didn't think that the there would be a death this soon. I thought the next death we were going to see is Lexi, but as we learned, that is for another day. And I thought, I thought that there's no way you can kill that nanny and get away with it because yeah, like Jake's just going to go to jail if you do this. <laughs> but like they walk in, Junior and Jake walk in. Junior's trying to set up the alarm. Jake tells him that the, the the password is this, which annoys mm-hmm. Junior. They go into the kitchen. Jake offers him a freeze pop or a popsicle, and Junior just flips out on him. It's like I don't need no fucking popsicle, and he's like, "Dude, what's your problem?" And it's like, "Stop trying so fucking hard." And Jake just kind of rolls his eyes, like, "I'm just trying to be a nice person," and you're like, <laughs> "Just up in my ass about everything." So. So, Jake. All right. And then Jake sees Annie's dead body. And he starts freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did this. I am going to go to jail for sure (laughs) because there's no way I'm going to get rid of this body. I can't cover for him again. And he's freaking out. He's walking back and forth. And Junior's like, what? As he takes forever to turn around because he's the least observant kid in the world. (laughs) And he looks at the woman, Annie, laying dead on the washing machine. The woman that basically raised him. Zero tears. He feels nothing. Of course not. Mm -mm. Woman makes him popsicles every day and he felt nothing. What a monster. Everybody's the victim of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her dying happened to me. Okay, <laughs> it's about me. Yeah. So Jake is screaming, "Call nine one one." Junior, I, I, we I guess Junior eventually calls nine one one because the next thing we see is the the uh, the cops come, but. The reason Jake said for Junior to call 911 is because he was going crazy looking for Chucky. And the cool thing is when they, when they walked into the house, we see Chucky like off the side just walk up the stairs. 
Like you could, it's, it could be easily be missed if you're not really paying attention. I saw that, and that that's kind of the what I love about horror properties. I like seeing little things happen in the background. Yeah, and th- that was great. I loved seeing that. Yeah, it made uh, it, Hill House so much like, and that that was one of the things I loved about Hill House. Yeah, it made it so enjoyable to find the little things. Um, you know, this one had a music cue; you can kind of see it. But in Hill House, they just they don't put any music cues. And it's not important to the scene, really. It doesn't really make you look at it. They don't pull focus. But if you are looking close enough, you'll see the ghost in the background. Awesome. And you'll be like, I got them. And it's right there. And sometimes that's scarier than having a big jump scare music cue. Yeah. It's scarier if you just notice something's off yeah. and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, and it's like very irritating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like something, something's not right here and I can't figure out what unsettling Mm -hmm. and once you do notice it you get mad at the characters you're like why can't they see it's right there turn around (laughs) so cops come Devin's mom is there Mm -hmm. she's interrogating and her partner just is not taking anybody's shit he's like it's like yeah if you want to call it like like oh it was an accident you know she probably fell and he like or pushed and then Devin's mom is like, "What uh, what are you implying?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'll tell you. In the in the past couple of weeks, there's been two deaths that we ruled an accident, and Jake has the front row seat for both of them." And Devin's mom is like, "Yeah, we have camera footage that shows them both." walking in at the same time and then he's like yeah they could just easily be covering for each other like yeah but the time of death and the time they arrived home doesn't match up based on the physical evidence we have (laughs) you idiot all right so maybe just think of another theory and stop sticking to the first one you think of mr (laughs) detective who just made detective yesterday (laughs) and logan and brie are not happy about that they're like "What, what exactly are you saying and then Devin's mom um, is just, she's just she's like, kind of I gotta ask doing the damage control. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I got to ask the question. I'm sorry, because it's an investigation. <clears throat> um, did Annie hate Jake? And then she's like, no, she loved Jake. And then she's like, did, did Jake hate Annie? It's like, no, he barely knew her. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right. Did Junior hate Eddie? And then Logan's like the parents. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, uh, no, he was always there for her when when he was a child. She pra- he she practically raised him, and like you could mm-hmm. see, Auntie Bree is just like uh, like <laughs> like offended by it, and it's like no. <laughs> there was a line where. It made me cringe out of my soul. It was just, they they were like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I'm a little torn up right now because like, I know it's cliche, but she was really a part of the family. Hmm. And then she's like, oh, really cool. Let me ask you a few basic questions <laughs> about her. And they didn't know anything. It was so, uh, it hurt to watch. It was so embarrassing. 
I hate watching things that are embarrassing on TV, but this one really got to me. She's like, wait, where she live? Oh, it's the poor people area, you know, like over there. Um, okay, did she have any family? (laughs) Other than us, you mean? I don't know. It was, it was hard to, it was hard to watch. Great scene, though. I mean, it made me feel something. And unfortunately, it just made me feel cringe. Unfortunately. Uh, but that's... So after this scene, yeah. they wrap up the investigation here. We have a little chat um, after the police leave, of course, hmm. with Jake and Chucky. And Chucky's like, Jake? I swear to God, <laughs> I did not kill her. <laughs> you gotta believe me, buddy. I'm telling you the truth. Would I lie to you? <laughs> and Jake, and he's, yeah. Jake, Jake's like, no, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> you kill. You're a killer. And we get Chucky's philosophy, which is trying to convince Jake that like he, um, <clears throat> that he's right for killing, which... Mm-hmm. Like to the untrained ear sounds like gospel, but it's just bullshit. <laughs> the doggy dog world out there, you have to you have to kill or be killed. Yeah. And I only kill people who deserve it. Yeah. I definitely didn't kill this lady. <laughs> Isn't it possible she tripped and fell? <laughs> she was literally doing something dangerous. She was hovering over knives that were placed the wrong way. Could have happened at any moment. The floor was slippery. <laughs> Murders happen a lot less often than accidents, you know, which is actually true. But it's like, but you did. Come on. Come on. What are the chances that she was murdered instead of an accident? Mm -hmm. And what is more likely to happen that she's murdered by an animated, an animated doll or some shit? The animated, you know, otherworldly soul bond to a doll. Yeah. Like, or she tripped. It's just math, Jake. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point he's making. It's just he's also a supernatural otherworldly doll. Yeah. So it's it's just like, I don't know, man. He's really doing a good job at messing with him. Yeah. But... He also mm-hmm. he also does something real interesting here. Um, he tries to bond with Jake and say, hey, you know, like I had a queer son. Like <laughs> I still have a queer son. And then he's like, you had a kid? And he's like, yeah, this canonizes Bride of Chucky <laughs> and Seed of Chucky that came after it that I remember I saw when he mentioned that. I was like, oh, my God, I did see that. It was really weird. <laughs> Him and the Bride of Chucky had a kid, and he had, like, a split personality. It was, like, Glenn and Glenda. And Glenn <laughs> was, like, real timid and apparently gay, I guess, according to Chucky. But maybe Chucky's just being mean or something. Well, he I don't said know. gender fluid, right? He's gender fluid because he has split personalities. He goes from Glenn and then he goes to Glenda when he wants to kill people. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't really like, I, I wouldn't consider that gender fluid. <laughs> but he's using it as a way to bond, yeah, bond with he you. He is. He's manipulating. He's yeah. bending the truth a little. Yeah. And then, um, and Jake is biting it. He's like, oh, and you were okay with that? And he's like, I'm not a monster, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, at a certain point, his conversations with Chucky get overheard by Junior. I just don't remember when they happened. Not here. 
Um, not here. No. Um. After this, we get um. We get um. It's either into the house of Lexi, mm-hmm. where her parents are getting ready or are ready, but are wrapping up everything in the house before they go. And we see Lexi's little sister, Carolyn, drawing a perfect image of Chucky. Like photorealistic. Yeah. Like and, a printed. And her uh, and her parents are freaking like amazed and proud. She's a genius. Idatic memory. She only saw Chucky for like five minutes. And I mean... That is really impressive. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow, she must have really <laughs> memorized his features to get that spot on image. And um and they're trying to use this moment to like humanize Lexi. It just didn't work for me. Like, oh you have shitty parents. I'm like, boo fucking who, Lexi. <laughs> if anything, I hated her more. Because yeah. they weren't even that bad. I mean, no, they were shitty parents. <laughs> they're shitty parents but i mean not to warrant the way she was behaving right like, she was like talking shit about her little sister she did nothing wrong she's just you know existing yeah and like they're like look at this picture it's like oh it's hideous and it's like nah nice try <laughs> you don't need to do that um she tried to be like you guys showed zero remorse for what happened to me up there um and then the oh because Carolyn wants to meet Chucky. They're like, oh, we can arrange that, right, Lexi? And Lexi's like, no. <laughs> Chucky's Car- Carolyn was actually Carolyn was actually scared <laughs> of meeting Chucky. The parents bring it up, but she's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm kind of scared. Yeah. She knows what's up. Yeah, she she immediately like put everything together. And if 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 their goal was to make me feel sorry for Lexi here, <laughs> um all that went out the window when she was like, yeah, Jake's just a bully. All right. He's just a bully. It's just like, don't you dare call somebody <laughs> a bully. All right. You're literally a monster you're beyond the bully. They're all the victims of everything. You know, <sighs> I know it's a teen drama. Junior's it, it, uncle died, but he would mm-hmm. treat Jake like shit. But he's yeah. as uncle died, you know? Like, yes, because yeah. his uncle dying happened to him. Yes. Right, happened to me. Right, like, I'm the only one that matters. They they don't care unless like they're really painting teenagers. It's rich teenagers is the group of people everybody wants to see dead apparently, and they did they're basing this entire show on that. Mm. So, uh, Lexi starts like complaining like like he's a bully. He made fun of me. And then the dad is like, he's just joking. Like, they're all just mm-hmm. joking. No? And at least they, and you know what? You know what's the important thing? They made the whole show about you. Isn't that what you want? The spotlight right on you? And then she's like, thank you, dad. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then that's when the mom's like, oh, yeah, if you're going to take that language, then, um, you know, stop being a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she, she takes Caroline's amazing gift. And she uses it as a weapon against Lexi. It's like, oh, our daughter, our second porn, it can draw this am- has amazing talent, and it's better than anything you've ever done in your life, Lexi. And- Damn, 
deserved it. And Lexi goes up and tries to. He's like, okay, fuck everybody. I'm gonna go change. And like, no, you're taking your sister to the um to therapy. You're taking to sh- your sister trick or treating. <laughs> if only. <laughs> She's like, I'm not gonna take fucking my sister trick or treating. She doesn't even like it when I touch her. And then they're like, yeah, well, we got shit to do tonight. We're going to a ball, so you take your sister trick or treating, and we'll see you when we get back. Lexi's defense was. I bought a really expensive dress to go to this party with your money. All right. I deserve this. The audacity of this lady. And it just occurred to me that she didn't take her trigger treating. She (laughs) took her to the party and shoved her in the basement. I didn't even register that until just now. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think about it. I was like, I guess they went trick or treating and then they went to the party. I didn't. She skipped that part entirely. (laughs) What a horrible lady. (laughs) So. We're back. So Devin's mom is now talking to Demi, Officer mm-hmm. Kim, and I don't know her her ranking, Lieutenant Kim. Lieutenant Kim sounds cool, so let's go with that. She's a detective. Detective Kim. Okay. Detective fine. Kim is um, you know, just talking with her son, and here's what Jumpy was referring to earlier. We kind of get the sense that uh, Devin might be coming out. Yeah. He's showing um there's there's a back and forth. Um Detective Kim is also being Mama Kim here. She's trying to uh find out about Jake, but you could tell there's a sense of um <clears throat> do you know anything about Jake? And then Devin's like, No, no, we don't we don't hang out. We don't hang out and then she's like, Oh, okay. But she keeps asking more questions about Jake, about um, was he uh, like, how badly was he abused and stuff? But at the same time, trying to see like his flusteredness of answering the questions, kind of starting to, like give it away. And then she's like, "Well, did his dad beat him? I heard rumors that his dad beat him because he was gay." And then Devin starts getting defensive, like, "What are you? What are you asking? Like, why are you asking me these things? Are you asking me as my mom or as a cop?" And then the the guard has to come down and Detective Kim is, I'm a little bit of both. I'm doing a little bit of both. I just, I worry about your safety and be careful. It's like, all right. So, uh, next thing we see Devin, he's about to go to the party and he texts Jake, are you coming? And then he's like, no. I am not coming out tonight, <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "You wouldn't believe me." Mm. And one very thing to note here is that earlier Chucky's told uh, Jake that if he wanted everybody in the house dead, he would have done it already. But he has, which is true. It's just true. He restrained himself for a whole week before he killed the housekeeper. Yes, he's been very good plotting the hell out of that for sure mm-hmm. um so jake of course doesn't want to leave the doll there doesn't want to take the doll to the <laughs> to a f- potential scene of a crime right so yeah he's like no nah, i'm staying in but Devin's like please come jake and i was like oh yeah he's pleading yeah. he's trying to trying to get him out out there out of his shell yeah 
go on a date. And we see Junior. He's all dressed up. He's dressed up like an uh, Olympic runner or swimmer or some shit. I think before this happens, there, there has to be this scene where Junior walks in to their room, oh, yeah. to Jake's room, yeah. while Jake is, I think, in the bathroom or something, because the, both of them overheard their parents talking about them and, you know, concerned, hushed tones that were echoed throughout the entire house, so both boys heard it. Mm-hmm. And they kind of both ran into each other as they were eavesdropping, so Jake ran to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, Junior took that time to snoop around in his room and check out his laptop, which is like, all right, Junior, like... <laughs> Invasion of privacy much? Yeah, dude. Uh, the, you know, the untrained eye would, would think that this is the scene where Junior gets scared by Chucky or, like, killed by Chucky. But obviously he can't die because there would be no more story. Mm-hmm. Jake is going to be the first suspect if that yeah. happens. <laughs> so he goes in there. Chucky's there eyeing him up, but he's not doing anything. And he checks up his, his he checks out the laptop and the search history, and he finds that Jake has Lexi's page pulled up, I guess. Like, it looks like a social media page yeah. filled with her photos. Mm-hmm. And this looks very suspicious because why is he checking out photos of Lexi, Jr.'s mm-hmm. girlfriend? Yeah. So it doesn't take long for Jake to come back in the room and catch him. And he's just like, you stay away from Lexi right now. All right. I am threatened by you, even though I know you're gay. <laughs> and then he leaves her. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. Junior leaves the room and we get it from his point of view. He starts hearing Jake talking to somebody with some faint thing and he's telling him, no, no, don't do that. You can't do that. I won't let you. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do about it? And you just hear like a loud. loud, Right in the eye. Yes, a loud right there. So, you know, me and me and Rip both tried to do a smacking noise, but it's (laughs) occurring to me that he did it and I couldn't hear it. And I feel like I did it and he couldn't hear it yes. because we have sound wave buffers on the mics or whatever. <laughs> so it's not going to work. It was a smacking noise, right, guys? If uh, if you don't hear the smacking noise, it's there. And if you hear two smacking noises, congratulations. You understand. You if you heard nothing, what I said made sense. <laughs> I tried. I tried. We both did. <laughs> um, But yeah, you heard a smacking noise and... Yeah, then that's it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but I think this happened before Junior, I mean, not Junior, Devin texted this dude, Jake, to come out. Mm-hmm. So, the. Um, now I think it's when, you know, Junior reveals his costume. Yeah. So now, flash forward, Junior's wearing his, his get up. He's wearing his dad's medals, and his dad has a shit ton of medals. And his dad is just super proud. He's just like, oh, man, this is all my medals. Oh, my gosh. You look awesome. He's trying to be positive. And then mm-hmm. he's like, um, uh, gets interrupted. And he's like, yeah, uh, Junior's like, yeah, my Uber's here, bye. And then he's like, okay. And then he's like. But what about Jake? Yeah, what about Jake? And then he, Junior just rolls his eyes and closes the door and uh uncle logan calls for jake jake comes down he's like (laughs) and they're very very impressed with jake's costume 
but they can't figure out what he is because it's just Jake's normal getup with a black eye. And they're like, wow, that looks really good. <laughs> what are you supposed to be? And Jake's like a victim of circumstance. <laughs> Which is, it's kind of dark. Yeah, perfect. Um, But Jake says... I, what are, I guess what, what are they going to say tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> so Jake... Um, Jake's is just like, yeah, I'm not going. Like, I, I just, I'm, I thought I was up for it. I'm not up for it. Um, and then they're like, okay, no worries. And he goes back upstairs and immediately comes back and says, where is he? Did, did Junior take him? And they're like, what are you talking about? My doll. I can't find my doll. And they just, Tucky. Look at him. yeah, they look at him like, no, are you okay? And Jake's like, fuck. So now he's on a mission to go to this party and try to stop Chucky from doing whatever Chucky's got to do. That is one interpretation because he's being a hero doing the right thing. Another interpretation would be he's incriminating himself Hmm. and going around asking for Lexi, who is almost certainly... um, going to get murdered unless you know sheer dumb luck and she gets saved <laughs> he's just going around making himself the murderer yeah. have you seen lexi i'm looking for lexi if you ask anybody about it i'm looking for her he yeah. goes around the whole party asking <laughs> yeah. about so yeah <laughs> that it doesn't help for any future shenanigans right mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't help his alibi he's just painting himself into a corner and junior saw that he was looking at pictures of her and he knows he's gay she, yeah he's gay so but like that means he's looking at her for another reason yeah which is uh why well this this probably happens later on but i'm just gonna get to it uh lexi's at the party junior meets up with her they're in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and she's smoking weed yeah and she she gives tries to give it to junior and junior's like no i can't do that she's like why daddy's not here and Jumbie and I are like, yeah, but Daddy probably tests his pee every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, he's he's keeping track of his protein intake. I'm pretty sure he's doing regular drug tests. Yeah. So, but Lexi, Lexi didn't pressure him or anything like that. Just like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> um, and then they kind of Junior asked her if like, like, pretty much telling her that he'll protect her from Jake if anything happens. And then she's like, I can take care of Jake. And then she, he's like, no, I'm serious. If anything happens, I'll protect you. And she's she's like, okay, like, you know, she she blows it off, but she she actually enjoys the, the attention she's getting from that. And then Jake is like, no, Junior says, oh, um, so what's, where's your costume? He's like, oh, it'll... It'll happen, don't worry. In due time, you'll see. Just have to wait. And he's like, what if I don't want to wait? And she's like, ooh. And they have hot, passionate makeout session. And they do so for quite a while. While we see a different scene um, before this, you know, scene climaxes. Um, We see a different scene with Chucky in the party, in the mansion, hanging out with Caroline. Caroline being Lexi's little sister. And they are playing video games seemingly in the basement. And they're bonding. 
Um, they're playing this hack and slash game, which I wish I knew which game it was. I, I want to say Left 4 Dead, but I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's just them, you know, hacking and slashing and killing things. Well, even way before this, the scene I skipped over. Um, oh, yeah. Jake is frantically looking for Chucky out in the streets. Or just going to Oliver's house, whatever. But mm-hmm. we, oh, yeah. <laughs> we know where Chucky is. And we see him. He is uh, wearing a Hello Kitty mask with a knapsack. And he's trick-or-treating. But he's not This looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's not trick-or-treating for uh, candy. He's trick-or-treating for information. Mm-hmm. He's looking for... Um, uh, directions to a nearby party and the unfortunate person to give him those directions was a nice older woman handing out candy very very high yes she openly admitted that <laughs> um, and so <clears throat> she gives him the directions oh the um, Oliver's parents throw a party the Hayden residence it's not that far you can hear the music here uh, right now actually and he's like, oh, thank you. And in return, here's a treat for you. And he gives her an apple. And in the apple, we don't see until she turns the apple facing to us away from her that there's a razor blade in the, the apple. Mm-hmm. Which makes you wonder what the trick would have been if she didn't give him the information. Would mm-hmm. he just start popping on her and stabbing her? Probably. <laughs> Who's going to believe? We'll never know. Yeah. No, nobody. <laughs> So, so now from there, Chucky. All the things happen. Yeah, and Chucky's playing with Carolyn, and Chucky's just straight up telling Carolyn like, "Hey, your sister's gonna die, <laughs> and I'm gonna kill her, or you should kill her." And but Carolyn's like, "No, my mom says, um, killing is bad, swearing is bad. I can't do any of those things. We should never do any of those things." And then Chucky's like, "Yeah, your mom's working her way up, way up to the top of my list." <laughs> And Caroline looks like a little concerned by that, but she just keeps playing. She's like, eh, whatever. I mean, friends say weird things sometimes. She is nonplussed about this. She doesn't care. Yeah, everybody's a sociopath in this show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, Lexi and Junior is getting hot and heavy. um, But Junior has no idea how to take it to the next level. Neither Mm -hmm. does Lexi, but because Junior is the male... He should be able to know all this stuff, and we're and we're going in detail. According to Lexi, yeah, according to mm-hmm. Lexi, uh, we're going in detail on this because as this conversation, this embarrassing ass conversation is happening, where Junior's trying to defend himself for not knowing, um, and they're like getting frustrating and moving about, having this argument. Argument. Chucky's underneath the bed with a with a butcher's knife, stabbing upward, and every time they get frustrated and change positions. The uh, Chucky misses. <laughs> yeah, Chucky literally teleported from the basement underneath this bed yeah. in this scene. <laughs> it was crazy fast how he got up there. Yeah, and it's at this point where Jake's at the party. He's asking everybody for Lexi. No one really knows. No one really cares. Um, but Devin... Oliver's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Devin comes yeah. along. And he's like, I thought you weren't showing up. And he's like, yeah, I just need to look for Lexi. And then I'm gone. And then Devin's kind of pursuing, like, hey, like, let's hang out, stay. Like, I'm glad you're here. And then also, 
why do you care about Lexi? Like, <laughs> tell me what's going on. This is really weird behavior. Yeah. And then he's like, forget about Lexi. Like, what? Like, don't give that girl any energy. <laughs> and then Oliver's like, oh, I know where Lexi is. Because Jake had asked her, him. And then she's right here in this room. And then they push him and Devin into a closet to play not seven minutes in heaven, but seven minutes in hell because it's Halloween. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so obviously, as much as Jake has fantasized about this, he can't pull the trigger because he's more concerned about Chucky being at this party. Mm. Yeah. And Chucky tries to do his killing. Um, the argument's happening. Somebody walks in and it's like, what are you guys doing in this room? And then Lexi looks right at Junior. She's like, absolutely nothing. And she storms off. And then Junior kind of chases after her. It's at this point Yikes. that uh, Jake, a lot of things happen. Jake and, Devin, Jake and Devin leave the seven minutes in hell. And they start walking. And Jake is trying to look for Lexi. Well, oh, did I miss something? You might have. I'm not sure if you said, but there was a little bit of a heart to heart in the in the closet yeah. where he almost revealed what was going on. He was like on the precipice of telling Devin everything. Yeah, I feel like Devin's smart enough to start putting it all together though, because um, Jake sees little feet in the closet and overreacts and hits it. It's a stay away from my family, and it's just a normal du- normal dummy. He's like, you got doll problems, man. Yeah, it's fucking. Sick. I think <laughs> they're gonna. I think they're gonna get real close in the coming episodes. Maybe like in the next episode, he's gonna open up to Devin and tell him what's going on. Or, or maybe he won't. Maybe it'll take a few episodes because he's gonna travel down the dark side. <laughs> maybe. We'll Time see. will tell. But the reason we say Jake may take that destination that journey to the dark side it's because as soon as he leaves the closet with Devin we just hear a bunch of cheers for Lexi 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 and we could not predict what the fuck was going to happen because this is so fucked up that we were just like it had to be I'm like oh she's in a chugging contest like she is doing a keg stand she's doing something inappropriate she's gonna get super drunk I thought she wore like a really you know out of this world outfit that was like, oh my god, Lexi, I can't believe you wore it. like something, you know, revealing or something weird like that. Jumpy was close because <laughs> the outfit was the attraction, and sh- Lexi dressed up as Jake's dad mid electrocution. Yes, she put she threw her hair up and started reenacting herself getting electrocuted. Most fucked up thing I've seen in this show so far, and there's been murders. Yeah. <laughs> not even Chucky killing the dad was as gratuitous as this somehow. She is not a good person. <laughs> no. Chucky's like a little demon doll. What's her excuse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she she does that. Jake is like hyperventilating, and Devin is like who she's supposed to be like like why are you freaking out jake and she's like and jake is uh, she's being my dad 
as she was reenacting the accident that killed him. So mm. Jake storms out. Devin follows him, and he's like, yo, that's fucked up that she did that. And then he stops, and he's like, nah, she can't get away with this. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to handle this. And Devin's like, no, don't give this girl energy. Don't do that. <laughs> and But Jake goes inside anyway. Devin follows. They're downstairs because Lexi's trying to convince Caroline to go home. Caroline's like, no, I want to hang out with my new friend. And then Lexi's like, I don't care about your new friend. We got to go. It's time to go. And then that's when Jake shows up. And she just looks at him. She's like, what? Like, bitch, what do you mean what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, no remorse. She doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) So He should have went in there. Saw Chucky behind her with a knife mm-hmm. and had her say what and been like nothing and closes the door. <laughs> but that is not what happened. He saw Chucky with the knife, ran, grabbed him, and saved Lexi's life after all of that. He didn't deserve it. So he storms off. He goes home. And then you see Junior like show up at some point just in case. Because mm-hmm. I because, you know, he cared about his uncle earlier, but that behavior is acceptable. Like, go fuck yourself. Everybody can fuck themselves. I'm an inc- and I'm including... In this show. <laughs> I am including Jake and Devin in that, too. Fuck them, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone here sucks. Yeah, dude. It's the fucking worst. Um, No one's rede- redeemable. No one. Mm-mm. So... So we're back. We're in the room. Chucky and and Jake have one final face to face conversation. Jake didn't they, like Yeah, Jake didn't like what happened there. Chucky's like, come on, it was fun, it was a party, right? It was going good. Mm-hmm. They all deserve to die. Like I've been telling you, certain people deserve to die did you see what she did <laughs> to make fun of you did you see the monstrous thing she did i wouldn't do that i'm your best buddy <laughs> she did that that was insane all right i don't care if i actually did the murder she reenacted it which is much more fucked up in front of all your friends and they all laughed even though devin's reaction made it seem like maybe they all didn't understand what was going on um it felt pretty obvious to me. I don't know. I think they could put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. She's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So Chucky's kind of hitting a chord with Jake, um, kind of swaying him to believe that these people do deserve to die. And it's not even just Chucky's argument. These people are doing everything in their power to make Jake and the audience feel like they don't deserve to be alive because they're all just terrible people. So Jake is starting to get a little swayed here and he takes a seat next to Chucky and Chucky's like, look, I'm looking out for you. You have to kill or be killed. You, you got to pick to kill or she's going to end up killing you. And he offers Jake the knife and Jake considers it and accepts the knife in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Credits that's roll. how we end it. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? He's going all in. He's he's accepting the path of murder. Yeah. I 
I really think they're going to drag out Lexi's death and then we're just going to hate her more and more as the process goes on. Yeah. I think her death will be like a Chucky won't do it because he's saving her for Jake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Jake will chicken out and that'll cause some conflict. Hmm? Yeah. And then all the evidence, I feel like it should happen soon. Mm-hmm. Although I'm predicting it's not going to happen, but it should because they, they're already incriminating the shit, shit out of Jake. He's yeah. There's been two killings. He's at the front row seat. And even if he's not there for for Lexi's death, she uh she has antagonized him enough where he's a fucking suspect. Um mm-hmm. and Chucky's made sure that he's incriminated. There the Google searches mm-hmm. for Lexi are on Jake's computer. And mm-hmm. Junior has the eyewitness to that. He saw it already. And there the- is something interesting because um Devin's mom, what's Devin's mom's name again? Kim. Mm. Detective Kim is actually on to the real story here because mm-hmm. the lady who was the victim of Chucky's trick or treating scheme, mm-hmm. she actually called the cops because she didn't die, but she messed up her mouth. Yeah. And she is on the trail of Chucky because she knows that somebody matching Chucky's description mm-hmm. was the one who gave her the razor blade apple. Yeah. So either she could blame that on Jake still, or she could notice that there's something weird going on with that doll. Yeah. Because even if even if it is Jake's doll, how'd he get it? How is Jake not there? When mm-hmm. so something something's up. <clears throat> but you know. And I feel like Devin can be like, he was at the party. We were stuck in a closet together. How can he have done that? And also, the lady didn't say, you know, oh, somebody was pretending that the dog, the doll can talk. Mm-hmm. She made it seem like it was a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after hearing, after retelling and recapping all of this, I just, I wish they did something with uh, Chucky and Slappy from Goosebumps together. <laughs> just that like, would be fun. Like, he's teaching Slappy how to kill. Cause Slappy's slap evil, but we've never seen him do anything like horrendous. Just you know, super, super un—I don't know the word, but like just pranks. <laughs> that It'd be really unsettling to see Slappy and Chucky running around in the background of a scene. Yeah, just like hiding. just waddling through. <laughs> but yeah, um... the 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 revelation that his bride and child are still around is really weird to me unless they died in that movie because i don't remember yeah i have zero record i feel like i feel like they live though i mean we could do the research on that um but i've never seen the movies so i'm kind of like holding back on researching i kind of but i saw them a long time ago so i won't research it but i feel like they live i remember the kid clearly because it was very weird there's definitely uh, callbacks to the movies so mm-hmm. it helps to know i'm not gonna say it doesn't <laughs> so yeah what do you think where do you think we go from here uh <laughs> this is jake probably struggling with killing lexi or not yeah i see that too and i think uh I... jake is gonna start finding i still go with my 
last three, Jake is gonna start getting his popularity, and mm-hmm. he's gonna and that found popularity is gonna s- dissuade him from killing Lexi. I think so too, and that's where the conflict between him and Chucky is gonna come, because yeah. they can't be so agreeable with each other for long. He always turns on his little boy. Yeah. Also, the mystery of who was on the phone call. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're ever going to pay that off or if that was just meant to be like, a, oh, it was a little boy from the original and you're supposed to know that and they never return to it. Because I thought somebody would show up as like the caller. I don't know. Maybe Detective Kim starts digging and then that's how she finds him. It's true. Could be that. But you you made a very good point. She's probably gonna start digging on the on the doll itself instead of digging into Jake. Right? Because she's on the trail now. She she has a suspect who identified Chucky. I think this is gonna start to spice up now in season in episode three. <laughs> that should be fun. Mm-hmm. One kill this time. Just poor dear. Housekeeper Annie. Yeah, we're probably gonna get one kill tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next episode, or um, one kill, or maybe two. I'll say two. I'll go two is a safe number for me. Mm-hmm. I'm staying with your original answer. I think another one kill. They saved those big two kill episodes <laughs> for the pilot and the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. That's what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I stick with my original feeling. It's episode two, and I don't give a fuck about Chucky's past. Mm-hmm. Nor not at all. I have zero sympathy for any character, including Jake. Do mm-hmm. I mean by saying Jake deserves what's happening? No, but I'm just saying I don't care about them yeah. as characters. Yeah, I feel a little bad for the high lady who was just being nice to everybody. She didn't deserve that. Annie didn't deserve that either. Annie also. I, I wish I felt more. We didn't have a lot of time with Annie. Yeah. But yeah, she didn't deserve that. I feel bad for her. But uh, it's the I don't know if we talked about it on on the on this episode, but I mean, we talked about the nobody has remorse. Everybody feels like they're the victim, so they don't have empathy for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's also like you know, spoiled rich teenagers. Right? <laughs> there were so many candidates for people he could take out where it's like yeah he got his comeuppance for being such a mean person like any high school student that they established in the first episode they could have done that too but they took out a perfectly nice housekeeper instead yeah. I thought they were going to just be like you hate this guy Chucky kills him you root for Chucky but it's going in a different direction Yeah, I do like the fact that he killed somebody innocent lied about it and you can see the got away with it. Yeah, got away with it. Mm-hmm. And is manipulating Jake all over the place. So it establishes that Chucky's not a good character either. No anti hero, mm-hmm. nothing. So I'm happy about that. It's like right when you think he's going to be like, yeah, Chucky's bad for me. He's clearly evil. Lexi just one ups Chucky <laughs> and, be- and becomes more evil. And he's like, you know what? Chucky's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I may be a monster on the outside, but you're a monster on the inside. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I guess it's the only way we can root for 
a teenage girl's death, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, after tonight's debacle with that costume, I, I feel nothing but, you know, nothing but hate for Lexi. I just don't like her. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like, I has yeah like they try to put her in like oh but her parents are shitty and her you know I was like no fuck fuck the four of them then yeah <laughs> like that didn't make if me there was like her there was more. like three things they could have done to make her irredeemable and that was a surprise fourth one like that was the, that was one act that you can't forgive hmm. there's nothing there's no forgiveness there I don't care if she turns and she's like oh I was just trying to get attention you know. I never got attention from my parents. I don't care. Right? <laughs> you don't make fun of someone's father dying and reenact the scene in front of him There's to embarrass no, him. No repercussions for anybody's actions either. It's crazy how there's no repercussions. If only there was somebody <laughs> to just bring the justice down on all of them. If only. <laughs> Maybe next episode. Yeah. All right. Um... Let's see what happens next episode. Any last words, Jumpy? Glenn slash Glenda lives. <laughs> all right. Well, and with those words, that is all for this episode of Phantoms of Silver Screen, episode two of Chucky 2021, the TV series. Um, if you enjoy our podcast, check out our other um materials and ideas out there we have plenty of episodes and other i don't know what you call it endeavors <laughs> just mm-hmm. <laughs> yes check them out please we appreciate you good night you're my best friend to the end till the end